0: Let's Go State, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics. Now, from Happy Valley, here's your host, Brian
1: Tripp. Hi, it's Brian Tripp. Thanks for being with us here on Let's Go State, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics. Coming up on this episode, I talk with Penn State senior swimmer Cameron Barry. We discuss not only her career at Penn State and how she got into swimming, but also what the team is doing to adapt as they're back on campus for fall 2020. Also, some unique ties between her family and the NFL and how that's influenced her throughout her life. So without further ado, here is our guest, Cameron Barry, on this week's episode of Let's Go State, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics. Cameron, thanks so much for the time. Really appreciate it.
0: Thanks for having me, of course.
1: Can you believe it's your senior season
0: already? No, it's absolutely crazy. Time really does fly by. You hear that? A lot of people always say it, and you're like, yeah, but when you're actually like in college, it really does fly by.
1: <laughs> Doing the podcast, we really haven't had a chance since the athletes and student-athletes came back onto campus in the fall to really check in with a lot of them what has just and take the athletics part out of this what has just the vibe been on campus and how have students been adapting to so many different unusual things
0: I think the students at Penn State right now are doing really well it's the vibe's been great because it's just it's great to see everybody like on campus like following the rules following the regulations like wearing like everywhere you go on campus everyone's masked up so it's really great to see that because I was definitely like all of us, I'm sure we're nervous to come back on campus. Just like, cause we've never been in, and none of us have been in this situation before. And we, we didn't know what to expect, but I think everybody, and especially the student athletes, we're all, we've all been following all the roles that our coaches and teams have set in place for us. So I think as of right now, it's, it's looking good.
1: I know, so. I know throughout the summer that, whether it's your athletic trainer the sports medicine staff or everyone that you have supporting your program, there were a lot of meetings and a lot of things that went into planning to making sure you could get back and train and eventually return to competition in a safe way. Being at a place like Penn State and knowing you have that kind of support system and everyone's going through this together, how much more confidence has it given you in that everything's going to be okay and we're going to eventually find a way to return to competition here too?
0: I just think the best thing about this situation is you kind of realize like, all of the people who, who have your back and all of the time and commitment that all the people behind the scenes do to just make sports and athletics happen. So honestly, from an outsider's perspective, looking in, it it really means a lot that our sports staff and like our medicine staff has put in this time for us and just truly kind of shows how much they care for us and they care about our season and our health and our safety. So it's, it's really awesome
1: yeah that's awesome to hear and I don't want to make this entire thing about COVID but just peeling back the curtain a little bit for folks who may be listening as I said we haven't had a lot of opportunities to talk to athletes just to see your teammates again and get back training I know it's not the typical training especially um, yeah. when you're out of the pool that maybe you're accustomed to but just to get back into the grind of things and get back on campus and get to work as, a, as an athlete as well how refreshing has that been and what's it been like to be around your teammates again
0: it was definitely rough being out of the pool because I, I mean, at least for all the swimmers, this is the longest time we've ever been out of the pool. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was absolutely crazy for us. The good thing is our team um, definitely stayed, stayed connected over the time where we were all at home. So that was definitely nice. Just hearing about everyone's day through our weekly zoom calls and everything and just checking in on each other, which was great. But yeah, um, Definitely just a weird time for all of us. Um, I guess we're all a little nervous about getting out of shape, but we definitely took the the precautions necessary.
1: You mentioned that the team stayed close and you're doing a lot of things to stay in touch. Now, obviously, it's changed that you're back on campus. Um, You're still having a lot of virtual meetings, though. As a senior, as one of the leaders on the team, what kind of role did you take in that? And how does it feel now as someone that the underclassmen turn to in, in tough situations or just for guidance on an everyday basis?
0: Yeah, so the it's tough, because even our coaches and like the leaders of our team and everything, it's tough, because this is a situation that nobody is in. Mm -hmm. And everything is kind of like, up in the air, we all don't know what's going to go on. So we, we let the underclassmen know that like, we're just as confused as you guys are, but like, obviously, we're here for you. And my class in particular, the senior class met a lot over summer when we were all home, virtually, just talking about how, like, all the changes this year, but everything we're going to do to combat it and just, like, attack it off the bat and also meet with the freshman girls to make them feel comfortable right off the bat because it, it stinks. Normally we do a lot of bonding this time of the year um, when everyone comes back on campus, but obviously we can't do any in-person bonding, but we've we've made some – some games for our team uh virtually so we've been doing that every Saturday I think it's going well I think the girls like it under the circumstances but yeah
1: and, and Cameron one thing and correct me if I'm I'm wrong athletes love routine and you like to know what you're preparing for how different has it been that that routine's been been changed up what do you do as an athlete to combat that when you're so used to getting to that same routine time and time again
0: Yeah, I, I'm a huge fan of routine. I love, I have like checklists all over my room. I have my little planner that I'm always using. And that was definitely, I think one of the hardest things, especially for student athletes, just getting out of that routine. But um, I guess you just, in cases like this, you just got to roll with the punches and um, kind of take a step back and um, organize things in your mind and write everything down. But I think, yeah, like you said, routine is the most important thing. So in crazy times like this, just like making a new routine and adapting and sticking to that is
1: key. Let's go back into your background a little bit. When did you start swimming? We want to learn a little bit more about you, Cameron.
0: Yeah, um, I start – so growing up, my family had us play – I've played almost every sport, and uh, my parents were really great because they never put any pressure on us to do any one sport or the other. Um, they just wanted us to be involved in our community because obviously we, we moved around a lot of it. But um, I started swimming a little bit at 10. I initially just, like, didn't really love it. I loved, I loved playing tennis. I ran track. I did a lot of, like, volleyball, soccer, other things, and I liked those more. But the more I got into swimming, um, I kind of just fell in love with it. So, But 10, I joined a club team and really started getting serious and competing in meets and everything.
1: Did you play football? I, I mean, that's where we're going to go next year. Your your dad and your grandfather, both NFL coaches. Did you play football? Did they, did they think, hey, she could be the first female linebacker in the NFL?
0: Gosh, uh, I was always that girl at recess that just like played football with the boys, and they're all like, "Who is this girl?" Like, trying to. But I no, I've always had a love for football. Um, my I have twin brothers who are juniors in high school right now, and they're big. Po- Football players, So over quarantine, they were trying to like gain a lot of weight and everything, but no, huge football family. I've been a fan forever, but unfortunately I, I never like legit played like tackle football. My mom never let me, but I wanted to.
1: Yeah. So to fill our listeners in your grandfather and your mom's father is Rod Marinelli, and he's a longtime NFL coach, defensive coordinator, head coach for the Lions. And then your dad is Joe Barry, and he's bounced around as well. As you said, you you travel a lot. When you grow up in a football family and a coaching family, that's that's the nature of the business and your dad. And I have a beef with you, by the way, because I'm an Eagles fan, and the Rams just beat the Eagles this past weekend. So I have a beef with you to pick up here. Well,
0: I know. Well, that's right. My, my grandpa was at the Cowboys, so mm-hmm. we would be division rivals, but he's at the Raiders now, so I guess it's okay. <laughs> when when, when the, My roommates are Eagles fans too, so when, the, when they're not playing my teams, I root for the Eagles now.
1: <laughs> okay, I appreciate that. Uh, what was it yeah. like when, I believe in the past, your, your grandfather and dad, they've coached together obviously, but they've also coached against each other. What's it like watching a game when grandpa and, and dad are, are on the opposite sideline?
0: definitely gets heated in our family group chat a little bit. Um, (laughs) My grandma is not afraid to talk smack to us. Uh, We don't don't really text about it beforehand and then after. It's a little awkward, but um, we're definitely respectful and nice. We try to be. um, But, yeah, it gets a little heated in our family group chat sometimes. It's a little awkward if it's ever in person, for sure.
1: (laughs) That's funny. Do you ever get any athletic advice, obviously coaching, a specific sport, there are things, but it can carry over from sport to sport as well. What have you learned from either your grandfather or your dad? How has it influenced and impacted your swimming career?
0: Yeah, that's that's a great question. I've so I've always been really competitive naturally. Um, I think it's it's just how I'm wired. I'm very competitive, um, but the support from a sports-minded family definitely helped shape my work ethic and my outlook on on athletics in general. Um, I definitely learned at a very young age, like being a part of a team and participating in something bigger than yourself Mm -hmm. is uh, honestly a blessing to be a part of. And, you know, many people associate like being competitive with negative connotations, but I definitely take pride in being competitive where I, I want the most for my team and I protect my team because uh, growing up in a football family team is everything. Mm -hmm. And even growing up with coaches families, we always did stuff together and it was a very big family oriented team aspect, every team we've, we've been on. But, um, I, I think through having my dad and both my grandpas being coaches, uh, definitely taught me the importance of being coachable. And I have a deeper respect for my coaches, um, and all the time and effort that they put into me. And I know that, um, if somebody puts the effort and the time into you to trust that and trust the process, that's been a huge part of it. But something I've learned as a swimmer, um, growing up in club and high school swimming, it's a very individual sport. Um, which was hard for me because I would always be like wanting the best for my teammates. And I didn't feel that as reciprocated, but, um, and a lot of people struggle going from high school swimming to college swimming because college swimming is so team-oriented. A, a lot of people struggle with that. That transition was right up my alley. I was definitely excited to be part of a team family culture like we have.
1: And you mentioned the competitive thing, and that really sticks out to me because I think a competitiveness as a positive It carries over not just in athletics, but you've received academic recognition during your time at Penn State. It carries over to all facets of your life, and I'm guessing the classroom, too. Like That's a really good quality to have, and I think not necessarily that negative connotation that you alluded to that can perhaps come with it sometimes.
0: Right. No, that's so true. And and then, obviously, this is my last year as an athlete, and um, like my time at Penn State is coming short, but I will definitely take everything I've learned out of, as a D1 student-athlete into the working world, into my
1: real life, for sure. What, what are your aspirations after Penn State?
0: Yeah, so um, I'm majoring in information sciences and technology with a business minor. So I would love to work for a big company. I would love to um, be an IT consultant or a business analyst, but still kind of figuring everything out, figuring out what I like.
1: Well, that's because we have another swimming season to get to here. And what are the goals? What are the aspirations for you personally? For the team this year? What do you hope to achieve?
0: Right now, i I think we're all just taking it step by step, mm-hmm. practice by practice. And um, the the key thing with all of this coronavirus craziness is i I walk. My, my dad's team go through the same thing as us and I definitely learned that when motivation is lacking because we don't have a set schedule for yeah. meets, so it's, it is difficult to stay motivated during this time but I just I think right now we have to rely on our discipline and our routine and our commitment to each other and to our team so yeah as of right now we're taking it practice by practice we don't have any meets lined up right now but um, we're all very hopeful that if we continue to stay safe and stay healthy and quarantine that we will have a season hopefully later this year and also with football coming back is a good good sign too
1: yeah it's certainly a good sign and hopefully for for your sport and for all the other sports that that don't know their schedules yet that's coming it's unique it's tough as you mentioned it's a really difficult circumstance did you learn that from watching hard knocks or you talked to your dad separately about that
0: um i it's so funny i just I pick up so many things just from watching like my, my dad and my grandpa are two people that I absolutely adore and look up to. I've, mm-hmm. I've looked up to them and how they just love their teams and put in so much effort to their teams. I've looked up to them my whole life, but I think little things along the way, I always, I always pick up little things. So I guess I, I definitely talk to him about that. I, my dad and I call each other like every day, so.
1: All right, Cameron, something we want to do here on the podcast as we try to get to know our student-athletes more at Penn State, we have to ask you a couple of uh, maybe loose, fun questions, but your, your favorite yeah. pregame meal. What do you like to eat before you have a big swim meet coming up, whether it's the night before or day of? Take us through it.
0: Day, okay, so I, have, I do not have a sensitive stomach at all. A lot of my roommates have to, like, eat strict, strict stuff or they'll get sick, <laughs> but that is not me. My stomach's, like, a barrier. So I love oatmeal. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite breakfast to have um, on the day of a meet. I load up my oatmeal with so many toppings, honey, frozen fruit, everything. That's my favorite thing. And then obviously carbo load the night before. I definitely like to have like a big pasta meal Mm. um, with my teammates before a big
1: meet. You can never go wrong there. During the last couple of months, everyone's tried to pick up a, a new show, maybe improve themselves, have a new hobby. What was the best thing? What was the most unique thing that you've done here over the last six, seven months?
0: Best thing I picked up was yoga. I've never been a yogi, but over summer, my dad and I did yoga every single day. Um, and it honest, it helped with my flexibility and just like daily stretching. And I feel so good because of it. So no, yoga, 10 out of 10 recommend. If anyone has never done yoga before. I loved it.
1: And you went to Briarwoods High School for a portion of your high school career in Virginia. Trace McSorley is from there as well. Did you know Trace Mm -hmm. at all in high school before you came to Penn State or anything like that?
0: Yeah. So I, unfortunately, right when I went to Briarwoods, it was my junior year. Mm -hmm. So Trace, he's two years older than me, so he just graduated. But I heard about him. And then when I got to Penn State, like he obviously reached out to me. I'm really close with his sister, Michaela. Um, We are friends in high school, and we definitely, like, share a lot of texts. But we stay close, and I'm, I'm really proud of Trace and everything he's doing right now and accomplishing. So I think it's great.
1: Well, that's really cool, and it's great to see that Penn State connection. And I think that's a really good way to wrap it up, Cameron. Thanks so much. Thanks for being on Let's Go State, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics.
0: Of course. Anytime. Thank you so much for having me. Let's Go State. The official podcast of Penn State Athletics.